Al, it's time for us to head back into the world of live action anime adaptations or manga adaptations in this case, actually. Mm-hmm. As uh, we, uh, we've gone back to a series that we have watched before because there was more episodes out that I forgot were actually out yeah, <laughs> until no just idea. recently. And I was like, oh, we should watch this. That's, that would be a good idea. Whoops. Whoops. So now we're here to talk about what we watched because we that did. Is, that 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 is true. Mm-hmm. So hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 296. 296. 296. Closing in on 300. Have you, have you come up with anything for your idea yet? I've I've been looking into some stuff. Mm. It's just it's one of those things I I'm I'm going to be picky because okay. I'm like I, is this good, especially okay. for a first time viewer. Yeah, I have to figure that out as well. So that's that's the difficult part. Yeah, that that's I believe in you. I will try my best. I will do my rubesti. Gamba, uh, Jared. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but regardless, we are talking about today the second set of live-action OVAs of the Thus Spoke Rohan Kishibe television drama. Hooray. Hooray. Uh, these episodes came out at the end of last year in December, and I just forgot that they existed or just completely glossed over the fact that they existed. It's one or the other. Who knows? That was almost nine months ago, so... Who could say? That's wild to me. Who could say? Um, yeah, so we got another three episodes to go through. Two of them were already done in the anime adaptation, so we have already watched those and mm-hmm. have already discussed those, but we'll talk about the differences between, you know, both versions and everything. Um, and the the middle episode is kind of a mixture of some stories that occurred in the actual part four story. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting uh decision that they made here i thought yes i agree uh before we get into these episodes would you like to talk about some production and what the cast thought of these episodes absolutely yes all right uh in the episode the run scenes of yomo running were shot in shibara island tokyo the gym is the gym of the nas wellness and spa club if you wanted to go there you could go there it's a very it's a very nice gym very nice gym (laughs) yeah uh, the scene where Yoma kicks a bicycle is situated near the following address, 1429 Mira Meidara Miyameku Kawasaki Kanagawa Prefecture. Go there and kick over a bicycle as well. <laughs> it didn't make sense to me at first because he was like, man, screw this particular bicycle. And then like it came back and I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, the tunnel Yoma runs through is a tunnel is the second Kakai no Kidai tunnel situated in Ichihara Chiba Prefecture. Uh, for the production of the episode, show Kasamatsu Yoma Hashimoto's act- actor had to follow a strict diet followed by a personal trainer, which makes sense because he he was he was shredded. He was jacked and dehydrated. Uh, Kasamatsu also never practiced bouldering, and thus his trainer took him on a two-hour practice session before the shooting. So I guess they just did that. I guess they did just... Wow. Because we were trying to figure out how they filmed that, and I guess they just had this poor man boulder. Wild. Afterwards, Kasamasa was able to boulder inside of the apartment for the shooting. Kasamasa reports that he almost cried when the director Watanabe thanked him afterwards. Oh, That's wild. 
That's crazy that they had this this man bouldering. Especially because they're like, hey, we're going to take you for two hours to do this. And then two he just hours. does it. <laughs> good, for, good on you, dude. Yeah, that's, that's commitment. Yeah. And talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alley serving as a boundary to the other world and from behind is actually an alley adjacent to the Chiyoda Kajicho post office in Tokyo. And then mm. the village in Musukabe Hill is the Japanese village of Akasawa, with part of the episode being filmed near Akasawa's Osakaya Inn. Kyoka Izumi's cakes are cakes from Nicholas and Herb's brand. The Osato House is the Kinakaku, a historical hot spring hotel situated in Atami Shizuoka. So there the, you go. Those cakes kept coming up. They did she, keep coming up. She really wanted to eat those cakes. She did, and she never got to eat those cakes. Never got to eat those cakes. Poor gal. Uh, here's how they promoted this this season, okay. which was much different than last time. Uh, season 2's promotion was more ambitious with not only several teaser trailers, but unique events and interviews. One of the promotional events for the spoke Rohan Kashibe was My Rohan Kashibe Talk, a talk show which aired on December 18, 2021, and was rebroadcast on December 27, 2021. In this program, Issei Takahashi, Ryo Uchida, Yasuko Kobayashi, the screenwriter for both the TV drama and the anime, and culture critic Sayawaka talk about the unique worldview and appeal of the original work, the anime, and the drama while analyzing the secret of its popularity. Uh, to promote the series, the four OVA animation episodes also aired on TV. The NHK TV channel also promoted the series via its Tensai TV Kun Hello special program in which TV warrior Chan Kawai of the W Engine comedy duo and guest presenter Kazuhiro Ozawa of the Speedwagon comedy duo talked about JoJo's bizarre adventure and thus spoke Rohan Kishibe's themes of celebrating humanity and philosophy of life. The program also featured cameos of Issei Takahashi and Marie Iatoyo. And then finally, a special exib exhibition of the Battle TV drama was held in Sendai from December 14th to January 10th, 2022 at Sendai's NHK Sendai Broadcasting Station. The exhibition displayed the costumes of the series' characters as well as original design drawings by Isao Sugo, the Facebooks that form when Heaven's Door is activated, and various props and accessories used in the series. The Facebooks! That's very good. I would want to go see the Facebooks. I would want to go see them too. Like, I, I was mentioning when we were watching it, like, it's very clearly just, a, like, some piece of paper thrown over, like, the actor's face, which is fine because that makes the most sense on how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, much cheaper than, like, trying to CG that stuff. Yeah. You already have to CG an opening. Don't have to CG the actual pages. Yeah. But I, I would go see that. And then I would go see his weird, like, long half shirt thing. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like a sideways mullet shirt. It's it's, it's very something. It's very something. Yep. That's what I, that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very Rohan. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And, and oh, and don't forget his workout gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know where everybody goes and works out, and and leather, and um, the one fingerless glove. Casually, Good Lord. casually. Um, as I mentioned while you're we watching it, it just seems like a good recipe to get swamped. Yep. Leather workout gear, and 100%. his big clunky boots. Hoofa doofa. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, Give that man some tennis shoes. Let's get that man some tennis shoes so he can run better and not hurt his feet. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about some cast commentary about what they thought about season two. Okay. Uh, this is from Issei Takahashi, the actor for Rohan. 
During the filming last year, I was thinking about if a sequel was possible and what we could do next. The sequel hadn't been decided yet at that point. Director Mr. Kazutaka, producer Mr. Tsuchi Hashi, and character, des character design supervisor Mr. Suge, cinema cinematographer Mr. Yamamoto, and the lighting, costume, makeup, and production departments often talked on set about if there would be something after. Then at the end of the year, the spoke, ro spoke Rohangashibe was completed after we put everything we could do at the time into it. I think that many people who watched it were also looking forward to see what would come next. Following episodes 1, 2, and 3, now we have episodes 4, 5, and 6. As one of the actors, I felt the happiness of being able to play one role for a long time, while simultaneously enjoying my next project and giving it my all. Let's have an adventure together in this increasingly sophisticated and bizarre world. <laughs> nice. Am I remembering incorrectly that he was, like, super jazzed to play this in the first place? Yes. Yes, I'm remembering incorrectly? No, you're correct. Okay, okay. So he you was probably correct. really jazzed to get back into the role again? Yes. Yay, good for him. <laughs> also nice bringing in the bizarre there, buddy. Uh-huh. He knows what uh, he's doing. See what you did there. Uh, this is from Marie, Marie Iatoyo, the uh, actress for Kyoko. Mm-hmm. At the end of last year, Kazutaka Watanabe, the director, told me, please keep your schedule open for next fall. So I was already <laughs> looking forward to the sequel. My role originally only appeared in Millionaire Village, but I'm so excited to be able to be in charge of collecting data for Rohan Sensei as Kyoka Izumi once again. As Mr. Issei said, it's it's rare to have the opportunity of feeling happiness of being able to play one role for a long time, or a chance to work with the same staff. I want to cherish that feeling. I also participated wholeheartedly. Oh, and please look forward to Izumi-chan's new costume. Well, then, I look forward to seeing you at the end of the year in episodes 4, 5, and 6 of the Spoke Rohan Kashipe. <laughs> they really did show off that one costume. They did. That's true. Uh, Although this is... she had multiple in the middle episodes. Yes. She had a different one, but for in the most part, like, and a hat. The other ones are like, hey, look, it's this outfit we made. Isn't it nice? And it actually is nice. I'd wear that. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, this is from Sho Kasamatsu, the actor for Yoma. Yoma. I was honored to work in a wonderful environment full of love for the original work. For the first time in my life, I had to restrict my diet and worked very hard. I felt like I was going to break many times, but I think I was able to surpass that because I was Yo Yoma Hashimoto. To the viewers, please be gentle with me. <laughs> I had weird paper in my hair. I did have weird paper in her hair, but I was also very shredded, so please enjoy my abs. So shredded. So dehydrated. Mm-hmm. That poor man. Watch me boulder. Yes. Uh, this is from Inosuke Ishikawa, who was the back man. Of oh, the back man. Yes. That guy was a menace. Yes. Uh, Ichan is now one of the most famous actors in Japan, and I was happy to accept the offer to act with him again. I was a little nervous since we hadn't acted together on screen since the Taiga drama, but thanks to the director and the rest of the team, the shooting went very well. I heard that episode 5 is an original story in a sense, inspired by Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, but I was able to freely play the role of Masaso Kinoto. Please take a look, and I hope you enjoy it. Nice. Wait, who's one of the most famous people in Japan? I guess the, the dude playing Rohan? I don't know if that's true or not, but this guy seems to think so. <laughs> I'm saying, when did that happen? It's it, he, you know, he became Rohan. Now he's very, he's the most famous actor in Japan. I mean, that tracks. <laughs> uh, and finally, we have Ryo Uchida, who played uh, the the proprietress of the house in oh, Utsukabe Hill. Her, yes. I'm really honored to be involved in the drama of my beloved JoJo and Thus Spoke Rohan Kashibe series. Creating a work full of love with such professional staff was exciting and made me both happy both as a fan of the original work and as an actor. I personally love Rohan Sensei so much that it was very difficult for me to control my heart rate so as to not bring it into the scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's three days at the end of the year. I'm going to wait in front of the TV with excitement too. I like that she is like such a 
fangirl. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty amusing. I mean, like, I feel like this series in particular really shows, like, kind of, like, this the reach that this series has had throughout Japan that like there's so many fans of it and that like they're able to bring in people who are like big fans of the series and just get to like geek out over it and being a part of it in a way that they probably never thought they would be able to and it's wild because it's not even like the mainline series that they're geeking out about yeah but I love it I love how geeky these people are and how excited they are about Rohan Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so good uh, so let's dive into these episodes. Okay. Episodes four, five, and six of the OVAs. Uh, first up, we had The Run, which was one of the newer episodes that came out from the anime adaptation last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about this in depth last time we discussed these OVAs, the anime OVA, OVA, uh, uh, OVAs in particular. Um but we'll, we'll go over some of the differences here, obviously, because this is a live-action adaptation, so it's a little bit different. Um, probably the most notable thing within this adaptation in particular is that it's a less violent version of a lot of these episodes. It's a lot less violent. And we'll certainly get to that at the, the very end episode, for sure. Um, yes. But, like, you don't really see Yoma committing murder in the way you do in the anime where it's just like, he, you just see some bodies piled up. And it's like, oh, I guess he did some things and got rid of some people. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody's, like, shoved in a wall like they were in the anime. No. It's um, more like, I got rid of them. Yeah. I think, though, the the thing that this series does well is that, like, it build, it's more suspenseful and more of, like, a thriller. Yes. Than just, like, going completely off the walls with like violence and blood and all that sort of stuff which like is great the anime OVAs do yeah so like you really kind of see like the transformation of Yoma you know through all of these running montages that he has and how he starts just like falling deeper and deeper into this like idea that he has to craft this perfect runner's body and everything um going off as a rocker yeah, and there's some really good cinematography I think that they, they, we talked about when we were watching this episode of him like running through the the past that's which we eventually learned is Musokabe Hill and everything. Right, like, they're so pretty. They're so really nice and like just the way the like the colors, the colors, the way like it's lit, especially at like the nighttime scenes and everything. Like it's just really really well done. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was it's like a so pretty a really cool way of doing this. And we also learned in this episode in particular how like these next three set of episodes essentially are based around the Mutsukabe Hill story. Mm-hmm. Because we learn about it in this episode first, and like the story that Rohan tells uh, Kyoko is essentially like an idea that kind of permeates into the Mutsukabe Hill story later on. So like all of these episodes are kind of building up to that story in particular, and I think it helps kind of just the way these this series in particular does things is like it makes things kind of fit together a lot better instead of them just being three individual stories that are being told. Yeah, I agree. And I had even mentioned to you when we were watching this episode, it's like, oh, they're going to talk about the one with the the boyfriend and mm-hmm. all that. And then, I mean, I guess they did do the one with a boyfriend, but this is a different one that I was talking about. Yeah. Um. So they were able, like, we do eventually get to that. But, um, like, this was a, a build-up story mm-hmm. to the final of the three yeah, Which like this is cool. There's just a nice through line thread of throughout all these episodes that kind of like ties everything together. So like, it just makes it a much better viewing experience that 
you know, you're able to kind of like, all right, well, we're getting this later on. Let's see how they're able to tie that into what we're doing right now and how it also makes sense. Um, I love that Rohan's like, ah, yes, this happened to man A. Yes, definitely Definitely not me. me. I didn't commit a murder. Some, some guy. Wink, wink. Yep. No, I didn't, I didn't murder a guy. I didn't throw him out a window. It's fine. I do like as well that like Yoma runs up to Rohan and he's just like got these like five, ten pound dumbbells doing curls and he's like, wow, you got a nice body. It's so funny. He's just like interested in his body. Who sculpted your body? He's like, um, I did. I, I am an artist. It's very funny. Uh, you don't see the weird like wings start piling out of Yoma's legs like you do in the anime here. Nah. But that dude is just jacked and, like, shirtless most of the time. So, like, they're just like, hey, you, you, let's just get this guy shredded and have him show off all the time. With his, his strange little hair things. His strange hair things. Were, and they that they fly out at the end. Yep. Yep. Also, shout out to the guy in the San Diego State shirt. For no reason. Right. You mentioned that and I forgot about it. Who just dies. Ripperoni. Ripperoni. Um, but yeah, like, I think this episode, I like this episode, I think, but better in this than I did in the anime. Because I feel like the anime one was kind of just, like, too over the top. Yeah. Whereas this felt like there was a good progression of things that built up to it, and then you get to the climax at the end, and it's just like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Just everything just kind of going off the rails in a very wild and weird way. hmm So I thought that was fun. Um... What did you, I mean, you probably also, I'm guessing, thought the same or? Yeah, I mean, I I think that they did a really good job with this. And um, you still maintain a lot of the, like, insanity of the plot, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but you see a more, like, natural progression of him, like, losing his, his sanity to working out, essentially. Um Whereas the other one makes him just, like, straight up, like, villainous almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this one you could see, like, he he's really, like, bummed out and put out by not getting the, the roles he wants. And um, he is initially, like, really intrigued and trying hard to figure out, like, well, what do I want my body to look like? And how do I make, how do I make this happen so I get these roles that I want? And then you just see him, like, fall into this weird hole. Um, His obsession with it. And, and I think that um, involving the the hill and the run was really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, because then it becomes more of a, like, a supernaturally thing. I mean, like, obviously you had the wings and stuff coming out of him in, in the anime, so that's for already supernatural to a degree, but, um, like, it, it has this, this air of a mystery behind it of, like... It's not just, like, this dude what going... What actually ins- happened to this guy. Yeah, it's not like this dude just going insane because he wanted to run a lot. It's like, oh, he has to get possessed because of this. Yeah. To make this a little make a little bit more sense in terms of the story. But yeah, I thought it was fun. A fun time. We ran. We ran so far away, couldn't get away. <clears throat> Anyways, episode five, From Behind, which is not a story from The Spoke Rohan Kashibe, the, 
the mangas or the light novels or anything like that. This comes from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable. <laughs> what a good series. That is that is true. Um, so there's an episode in Diamond is Unbreakable that, you know, there's a man who comes up to Rohan's house and he won't show him his back. And Rohan gets very curious about why he doesn't want to show him his back. And eventually he finds out, like, oh, there's this thing that's, like, clawed onto his back. And if he shows – the person shows the other person their back, that thing goes to the person that sees it, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they also implement into this the um, the alleyway, which was also the thing where the um, the girl who got murdered was. Yep. Yep. Uh, where if you, if you look back at a certain time, you'll get taken to – the underworld spirited away you get spirited away so they basically kind of combine both of those ideas into this particular episode as well um which i think they do a really good job because it's like it's a very bizarre you know no pun intended concept (laughs) of how they do especially with how they have to do this when rohan eventually looks at the dude's back and he just has the actor piggybacking on him the entire time for the rest of the episode (laughs) Except for the one time where he does a weird backbend and then asks yeah. the delivery guy to just please ignore that he saw anything happening. He's just like, okay. There's some very good ways that they try to avoid getting the back scene by the by Masazo and also by Rohan later on. Yep. It's just so all over the place and very good. It's so good. It's okay. so good. And and probably in certain ways painful. <laughs> Yeah, like having to carry that dude around. Yeah, yeah, he was having to carry the guy around and just like piggyback him the whole time. He's just looking like a dang gremlin on his back, laughing at him. Because there's like there's parts in like the last like quarter of the episode where like they're they're, they have to get to that alleyway and everything, Mm -hmm. and he's just having to like piggyback carry him and walk around with him on his back. Yep, and like that's not easy. No. So there's another fully grown adult on your back. Like, well, that's that's gonna be a little hard to get around. Especially with you having to like maneuver in strange ways. Yeah. Like you can't just walk with somebody on your back. You have to walk in a way that like hides your back. Hmm. Yeah. It was a it was a very weird and wild ride, especially throughout. But I think I thought it was an interesting way to like kind of bring forth stories from Diamond is Unbreakable into this. And yeah. have it work in a way that, like, it doesn't feel out of place or, like, you know, outside of the realms of how this series operates. Like, it no, feels it, like, it totally felt like it was in place. Yeah, like, it feels like it's something they could do, like, you know, with the next th- three set of episodes they're doing later this year. That, mm-hmm. like, you could pull from something like that and just put it in here and it all fits really well. I mean, they did that with the first set of episodes where they had a story from the light novels. So, like, that's not, like, a... It's not something that's out of the realm of possibility that they, that they could do because they've already done it. But I thought the way they implemented it here really made a lot of sense. And especially how, again, they tie it into the Mutsukabe Hill story of like, you know, here's another specter that's come out of there and attached himself to this guy. And now he's got to figure out a way to not have his back seen because, oh, God, he's going to get murdered. Or call, yeah. his, call his hands into your back like, yeah. <laughs> Let people see me. Nice. Let people see your back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to give this to your assistant? <laughs> um, also worth noting that um it 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 happens a few times in the episode 
And I recognized it immediately because I was like, that's yes, from yes, Robotics yes. Nodes. Um, because the the song that plays is uh, Kagome Kagome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know this song. I know this song. I know this song. I I did kind of the same thing. And then like once she said, I was like, oh, right, 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 right. Yep. Which like that song's already creepy in and of itself. So like tying it, it really into is. here too is like, that's a very good touch. Yeah. So like, I feel like that song is now the official theme of like supernatural scariness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Yeah, that was that was a good pull as well. Um, uh, I was so excited. It's like, oh, hey, I know that song. Thank you, Robotics Notes. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, there's also some good uh, Rohan and... Uh, um, what's her face? Kyoka uh, interactions in this because, like, she's off trying to, like, find him some supernatural stuff and, like, has this, like, all this stuff printed out from the internet. He's like, you got this from the internet. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You know that's not real. <laughs> she's like, well, I did all this work. <laughs> and, like, she's also able to, like, she's the one that kind of gives him the idea to go to the alleyway to to finish this thing off. Which I thought was real good. But, yeah. It was really, really good. And at one point, he just, like, um, it, it's after it, Kagome Kagome plays and the the dude on his back looks back and he's like, well, what if this takes you to? He's like, I'm willing to take that risk. I don't know what's up with you, man. And he's just like laughing hysterically at yeah. the idea he had. Just like, yeah, this tracks. This is very, this is very JoJo at this point. Yeah, there's also a scene in here where like, um, the the creature on the back gives him the idea to give it to Kyoka. Yes, and you see him on her back, but in this scene, he has the the green hair actually. Yes, I but noticed he, that, and he doesn't have it anywhere else except for that. And I thought that was an interesting touch. I thought so too. I thought that was a really cool touch that they gave him the green hair for that. Yeah. It's like, oh, how about that? And she's just like carrying, like, oh, I don't like this. Which can you imagine having to film that? Yeah, that, that like, would she's suck. A pretty small woman. She's having to like carry this full-grown <laughs> man on her back. <laughs> I hope they use a double somehow. Yeah, I wonder. But that was wild. But the green hair was a good touch. Yeah. Um yeah, this was a fun episode. Mhm. Definitely a lot of comedic moments, maybe intentional or unintentional. I'm not sure, but it was great. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, yeah. Um, um also it should be mentioned um I don't know if we have mentioned this so far, but um this is all like built upon the him buying the land and going bankrupt. Yes. Like the, these three episodes are dealing with that. And so um, part of why she's so dedicated to trying to figure these things out is because she's like, I don't want you to lose your house. <laughs> I like your house a lot. I don't want you to lose it. <laughs> I don't want you to go bankrupt. So I'm trying to help you out as much as I can here, buddy. Like, give me something to work with. And he's like, hey, go go ask the uh, go ask the bosses if they will give me an advance. And she's like, all right. And then they give him an advance. They do it. They're like, here's a lot of money. Here you go. <laughs> Have fun. Um, we also don't want you to lose your house. I don't remember which episode it was where they go to the cafe, but that was also a really good scene. I think that's the first episode. Was it the first episode? Yeah, because I think that's before they get into like the run stuff. I thought it was really, really good. Where yeah. um, she shows up like a few, like six minutes early, I think, and he's just like, "What are you doing? You're not supposed to show up early. That's that's insulting. That's disrespectful." 
disrespectful for for the the artist, the author. <laughs> You're lucky it was with me. If it was with anyone else, it would have been a real problem. <laughs> also, like, this this what? art book is the only thing I own now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, who's this new artist or new author you're reading? And he's like, uh, this is an artist. They've died in the 50s. Thank you very much. And this is all I own. And she's like, I'm what? going to live in this book now. <laughs> what? What do you what? mean? <laughs> so yeah, that, that was all good. The children uh, get his, his signature. Mm-hmm. Feel good. Yeah. Uh, but that leads us all to the final episode of this set, uh, Muto Kabe Hill, which we have also discussed previously from the anime version. Um, pretty similar in in story structure and everything of you mm-hmm. know how they do things here. Um, you know, the whole thing here is that Rohan buys the village because he wants to find the spirit that's living there and confirm it and everything because he wants to use it for his manga and all that sort of stuff. You know, the whole thing is about this this lady who lives there. Uh, this guy she was having an affair with dies at the her house garner. by getting a golf club stuck in his head after they have a fight and he doesn't stop bleeding and that becomes the whole mystery of everything yes uh so that that all stuff is essentially still here uh i thought the way they portrayed gunpei i don't remember how they did in the anime per se but like he's very bizarre in this because he's very he, like childlike it's like i think that's the way you described it yeah, he acts like a kid. He I, he didn't act like that in the anime. I don't remember him acting like that. He's too busy playing his PS2. Which is not correct in terms of time period, but... Um, he's a time traveler. He is a time traveler and a child. Like, he he legitimately acts like he's, like, 10 years old. Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. Um, Because the whole time, like... Girl, what do you see in him? And then I'm like, you know what? I've dated some terrible dudes too. <laughs> so like, I I can't I can't you judge make, her. You make bad decisions when you're young sometimes. Yeah, and this was very clearly a bad decision. Like he mm-hmm. he just acts so idiotic and childlike. Very immature. And it's it's very infuriating. And she's like, Yeah, here's some money. You should go also the money very clear money very very real very real not not a brick or anything it's fine i thought it would have been funny if they showed the game he was playing and it was like one of the jojo ps2 games oh that would have been really funny but i've got i bet that would have been like a big licensing hoopla that they did not want to have to deal with yeah Um, but that would have been a funny get a get but yeah this is essentially that same story and everything like they don't really do a whole lot to change it or anything um Except for the the black and white. Yes, they have to censor it to black and white because of the blood. Because obviously Gunpei bleeds all <laughs> throughout the, the episode. Clear drop of blood. It's yeah. very, very obviously water. Yeah, that was uh, something. But yeah, they basically just make it so you don't really see blood. I mean, you see everything, but it's just like you can't see it that it's blood, blood. Yeah. Um, you see that it's a dark liquid. So I thought that was a very interesting design choice. Mm-hmm for this but yeah they uh they basically do the same thing for this episode as they do in the anime and then the the manga itself you know she... oh oh go ahead oh um i just want to make sure you can talk about what you're going to talk about but i want to make i want to make sure we talk about her fiance uh, and his mullet and his and his mullet he, i was he looks... i thought that was what you're about to bring up so he, well yeah 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 he looks at nishiki um and yeah. he just like at one point destroys like half her house it sounds like to get in, to get and, in. Then, and then she's like, oh, hey, let's just clean it up. Whoops. And he's like, he's like oh, okay, I guess I'll wait for you at the main house. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Sorry, bruh. I broke through like five windows to get to you. <laughs> it was 
wild. And also, like, we both thought that they were on the same level. But he's, like, running up flights of stairs to get to her and everything. It was very bizarre. Yeah, it, it was so strange. But, yeah, he, he totally has, like, a, a, a mullet and looks like Ishiki. It's, it was a look. It was a look. I mean, I guess he... if this was, like, in the past, like, that's period-appropriate hair, technically. Mm-hmm. Except for the PS2. Except for the PS2, because they said it was 30 years ago. I mean, that would be, I guess, depending on when this takes place, like, the 80s or 90s. Yeah. So. Kind of fits. But regardless, it was very funny to see that dude just with his mullet show up. <laughs> It was so good. I mean, like, yeah, it would have been, like, what, 91 if it were, like, if it were considered, like, modern day when they were. Yeah, essentially, probably. So, yeah, mullets totally would have still been in. Mm -hmm. True story. True story. But, yeah, she's just, like, freaking out and panicking and somehow doesn't get any blood on her outfit which i still can't figure out how she did that it's very she's, she's real good with cleaning apparently really good with it but yeah they yeah. we we see the <laughs> it was kind of funny how they like make him what's the way to describe this the way he like deflates he shrivels he shrivels up yeah that's the way to do it it's just, it looked very bizarre <laughs> it really really did She's like, well, if I spritz him back to life, he's all young and pretty again, and I did love your face. And I'm going to the bone zone with you. Let's have some what? children. Yucky. So, yeah, we get to all that story. Eventually, Rohan runs into, like, the daughter, and she just pops herself onto a rock, and he's like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Gotta They're get out of here. That I did this. And uh, then he thinks, like, oh, the other kid's gonna <laughs> do the same thing to Kyoka. Yep. And, but she's able to, she's like, oh yeah, he got tired, so I'm just carrying him up the mountain, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and you even see, like, a slow-mo shot of him, like, tripping. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he, he, he just got tired. Got sleepy. Same. And then they just go back home. <laughs> and he gets the advance, and he doesn't lose his house. And she brings him some cakes and everything, and he's like, and she's like, yay, let's have some celebration cakes. You know, we survived. Your manga's doing well. Yay. And he's like, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to work. Please leave. So much inspiration right now. I gotta go. The funny thing is like in the first episode, like he kicks her out and then like he has to go back and get her bag and stuff. So he's like, he pulls her arm up into like a, like a, just like where it's pointing out straight and he just loops it on her arm and then just like shuts the door and basically yep. does the same thing here but except he's like hands it to her and then he hands her the cake box yep. and she's like oh you got me the case he's like the box is empty and then shuts the door and leaves <laughs> <laughs> my cakes now so good I love their dynamic I do too it's so good I wish there had been more of it but yeah I do I do as well Um, but at least I what mean, we got here hard to. It, 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 was, it was great what we did get yeah but i think with these stories the in particular yeah it's much harder to to go into that with the way they have it but yeah i again i think that's one of the best okay. decisions they made for this is that just pairing those two together and keeping her character throughout yep such a great idea yeah the play off of each other is just so good mm-hmm. yeah they're they're really really funny definitely I mean, yeah, uh, Ron's just going to eat his ca- his cake. Or he's just going to sit there and let it go bad while he draws. I'm not sure which. And stretch. And stretch. Got to do the finger stretches. Yep. 
But that is uh, that's how we wrap up these second set of live action OVAs. They were really good. It's really fun. Uh, they are doing, like we said, a third set that will be happening later this year. They have not. They just announced it, but they have not gone into details of like what stories they're doing or anything like that. I think that's coming in like October. I'm excited about that. So we will eventually learn what those are, and then we'll come back and watch those and talk about them when they come out, and we can watch them. Uh, also, if you want to watch the first series of OVAs, those are up on Amazon Prime now. So there is a legal way to watch them now, which is very cool. Yay! So go check those out if you have not. Don't tell people we're doing things illegally. Who said we're doing things illegally? We watch things legally. Yeah. Wink. We follow, <laughs> we follow all the laws and rules and regulations. That's right. Big law abiders here. <laughs> You wouldn't steal a Rohan Kashibe. <laughs> anyway. God. But They're yeah, that... on Amazon if you if you have that. Yeah, it's only the first set of episodes though, so you only get the first three episodes that aired last those year, are very good. two years ago, I guess now, um, in twenty twenty. But yeah, those are also very good, so you should check them out if you have not done so. But yeah, that's gonna that's gonna wrap up our episode this week. mm Hmm. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool so where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared Now Watch. You also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Ann Ladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at AnimeCheckup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Next week, uh, you want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I sure do. Well, let's go do that. Or I, I guess we'll watch that, and then we'll talk about it. Yay! I love Next Tales. Next week. I love tales. So we'll find out what's happening and all that. Cool.